This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. I love stories that talk about, you know, what are the chances of that happening? Things that are amazing coincidences and random things that happen. So when I heard about this next one, I thought, oh, we have got to talk about this on the show. I'm going to let our guest explain this situation. It's Jana Pruden, who's a feature writer for the Globe and Mail newspaper. Hi, Jana. Hi, Jana. Hello. Thank you so much for talking about this with us. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a very bizarre story, isn't it? Like, do you still find it kind of surprising? I do really find it surprising. Every time it comes up, I usually go through a phase of like, I can't believe that happened. And how did that happen? (laughs) Exactly. It still surprises me and I still can't really make sense of it. Okay, so let's tell everybody what this was. Walk us through this story. Right. So uh, this is just about, well, exactly three years ago, three years ago, and I think a week or something. And a friend of mine was in town in Edmonton, where I live, and she owns a store in Regina. So she was going to this fashion trade show where people buy wholesale for their stores and their boutiques. So I went along with her to help her out. And, you know, it's just this massive amount of stuff, like huge huge, huge amount of products, one of everything in every color and all of this stock that people are buying. And we were there all day. I was just exhausted by the end. And we were leaving and she just stopped to look at some jewelry and I kind of drifted away. And there was um, this filmy looking scarf that had newspaper print on it. And I don't think before that point I ever looked closely at newsprint fabric in my life (laughs) but I just sort of casually flicked the scarf and I saw my byline my own byline you saw your name on it I saw my name and I don't even know you know in retrospect how I recognized it the scarf is very filmy and the writing is quite blurry so I don't even know actually how it was so recognizable to me um but I saw it, and then I said some words that can't be said on the radio because <laughs> I was so shocked. Um, and then, although at a wholesale show, they're not supposed to really sell you things there, but the woman was so shocked also that she agreed to sell me this scarf, and um, that set me on this odyssey of trying to figure out how this scarf uh, that had been made in China, manufactured in China, and had a very wide and strange array of stories from around the world and from a very long period of time, about 100 years, uh, ended up having one of my stories, a very random, weird story for me, on it. And and then also the question of how I possibly could have seen it and found it. That's the thing I can't wrap my head around. Like, what are the chances of you being at a fashion trade show and then seeing this scarf that just randomly had your name on it? So you you decided to dig into this, right? To try to find out how did that happen? How did that scarf get created? Yeah. So, you know, I'm a reporter. So my first instinct is like, okay, well, like, how did this scarf come to be? And also, is there any way to explain how I possibly could have found it? The, The two sort of central questions of that piece of <laughs> that item. Right. So yeah, I said about trying to figure out how the scarf had been made, um, trying to source all of the stories that were on it and see if there was any rhyme or reason to what got chosen. Um, 
And then even interviewing, you know, mathematicians and coincidence experts trying to determine what the chances were of me. <laughs> and what were they? It. Uh, well, it's incalculable. Is it's it really? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the, that kind of coincidence, because there's all kinds of coincidences. There's one, say, where we run into someone at an airport, you know, around the world that we know from another city. So right. someone from Edmonton, we bump into each other at the airport in Australia. It seems like a big coincidence. And so some of those are not as big coincidences as they seem when you actually do the numbers. Um, and then other coincidences, you know, if you think, oh, I was just thinking about that person and then I saw them, um, those are a bit hard to measure because even just how memory works, it's hard to prove that you were thinking about that before it happened and all of that. So my coincidence is interesting because it's a completely pure coincidence. There's no way it could happen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's... There's no way you could make that happen or be misremembering it. So, <laughs> what? Did you ever find out why your story got chosen to be on this scarf? Like, how did it end up on this scarf that was made in China? Yeah. I mean, I got pretty far along in my research of the scarf. I got a bit obsessed with it. And, uh, you know, at one point, I remember my husband saying it looked like it looked like a scene in a movie where a cop is tracking a serial killer or something and there's like this yeah. board with things all <laughs> yeah. over it. Um, so, you know, the stories are from around the world. As I said, they do go back 100 years uh, or more. So there's a story from Hawaii about a volcano exploding. There's, you know, these strange classified ads from the States in the 90s. There's a story, a couple of stories from France. Um, so there really appears to be no rhyme or reason whatsoever to the subject matter. My story is a story about mad cow disease, um, which is also, I think, one of the only stories I ever wrote about mad cow disease and um, sort of a random, extremely weird subject to end up on a scarf. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, I did track down the person who imported it to North America, and he was quite shocked that I had found it and that I'd even been able yeah. to read anything on it and you know he he told me like it's not meant to be read it's just supposed to look like newsprint um but the trail kind of went cold there and when you look at the sheer amount the sheer volume of fabric that is made in china you know it it really is an unbelievably vast amount of material that's being produced constantly so to find uh exactly how that little ream of fabric came to be seems to be a needle in a a haystack. Wow. Well, you've done it once, right, Jenna? You could probably do it again. Uh, Listen, (laughs) I love this story. It's absolutely amazing. And hey, congratulations, by the way, uh, for being a finalist at the National Newspaper Awards. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, thank you for joining us and telling us a story. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Take care. Thank you for having me on. Anytime. That's Jenna Pruden. She's a feature writer for the Globe and Mail newspaper.